Ellie was at a friend's birthday party this weekend and we witnessed her do something that either makes her completely antisocial or, and this is what we're choosing to believe, or makes her a genius. Uh, also today is a really big day in our IVF journey. Um, Callie's going in to have her eggs retrieved. Depending on when you're listening to this, it might be happening right now. While you're hearing us do this show, that might be happening to her. Podcast magic, all that and more on today's show. You are an upsider, living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience and helping other people do the same. Welcome to The Upside. Update. With Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Monday, February 13th. My name is Jeff Dollar. Today, I am grateful for science. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for, I was going to say, the technology of the surgery that I'm having today. Because I'm having surgery today, but we'll talk about it in a minute. I thought you were going to say sunshine. Well, I was, but then I like right before we did it, I'm like, oh no, but today's the big day. Yeah. I'm so excited about that. And like, how cool. Uh, so we'll talk about that in a minute. But before we do this weekend, a little weekend recap. The only uh, outing that we really had, the only event of note this weekend was Ellie's friend had a birthday party and there were animals there. It was a petting zoo party. So... That was really our only adventure. And I made yesterday, I made a whole bunch of Super Bowl foods, even though I, I care less about this Super Bowl than I don't even really care. I mean, I, I, was, I mean, it's over by the time, by the time yeah. you're listening to this, the Super Bowl is over. I hope to report back to you later this week that we didn't even watch it. Why do you hope to report back? Um, because I feel like you like the bandwagon stuff. Like you like to count down to midnight on New Year's and all of that stuff. And I'm like, I just, I would rather watch one of our shows. Yeah, I I would, I with, with no disrespect to Rihanna in the halftime show, because I, I think she's very talented. I'm just not a fan. Mm -hmm. Right. So I feel like I don't have to watch that, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. um, the teams, I could care less. I'm not even, it's in Phoenix. That's kind of the, uh, I used to live in Arizona. So maybe there's a connection. I just, I don't know why, but I do enjoy the, the pomp and circumstances with stuff. So I made Buffalo chicken dip potato skins, pizza, just have a, a junk food Sunday, but we're not even eating that during the game. No, we we're just kind of <laughs> snacking on it as I make it. <laughs> we like a holiday that there's snacks involved yeah. with, and we're going to treat that like an all day holiday and right. Buffalo chicken for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. And that's the excitement in our house is the food. Um, but the only excitement over the weekend was this birthday party that Ellie went to. And at that party, we realized she might have some strains of genius. She's either a genius or she is 100% taking after you as a lone wolf. It could be both. Or it could be both. Ellie does. Ellie was during the party. There were two moments that I realized that she was doing this. One of them is, you know, we went in to sing 
happy birthday. And of course, after everyone saying happy birthday, all the kids lined up to get a piece of cake. Ellie decided she was going to walk outside and visit the pony because no other kids were around. Right. Then when it was, when it was pinata time, she's like, you know what? All these kids, they're waiting in line for stuff. You know what's, there's not a line for the trampoline. Yeah. And she marched her little butt over to the trampoline and then was playing on that. And part of me was like, oh, Ellie, like, don't be the outcast. And then I was like, wait a minute. I am reading that completely wrong. This kid is a genius. Because the whole afternoon, there were five kids jumping in the trampoline, or at least. And there, and she's one of the smallest ones there. So, like, yeah. the kids, it was like a fifth birthday, I think. Uh, so the kids were like five to ten yeah. age. So she was like one she, of the younger ones. She was, get, she was getting bounced around in that little thing, like, like the Powerball at the end. <laughs> You know, during the drawing. So when the other kids were busy doing things that five to seven year olds like to do, like eating cake and, you know, yeah. like taking, po- you know, uh, or pinatas, taking yeah. turns on the pinata, she decided to do what she wanted to do, which I got to commend her for. And I am trying really hard. It is against all of my natural instincts to not try to persuade her to be like everybody else. But I really love that about her. And I hope I just, you know, my natural instincts are, you know, to pick her up off the trampoline and be like, Ellie, we're doing a pinata now, but like, who cares if she doesn't want to do the pinata? I always hated the pinata. It's not like she's, she's antisocial. No, she, she will interact. If, if other, other kids did come get on the trampoline after the uh, pinata was over and she was fine with it. Yeah. But she just, and and she saw her opening and she took it. Yeah. She waited for the crowds to move, which I th- I think if I figure something out that avoids crowds. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. I think that's brilliant. What, I had one. Didn't I have one around Christmas that I did accidentally where I said, this is when you go do this because there's no crowds. That right there. Get, love it. That's why I do. Um, I get gas at Costco most of the time and I do it like way before the store opens. Cause when the store opens, then the lines for gas get really long, but the gas is open way before the stores. You go like at 7am yeah. to get gas. And that's when I always go because you know, you don't feel rushed. You're not panicked that you're going to like, you know, yeah, screw up or take too much time or whatever. Cause there's a long line. So anyways, yeah, I, I totally get it. I am like changing my tune on that one. Uh, the other thing that happened this weekend, and this I talked about briefly on my Instagram, where I mentioned that about a month ago at my fertility office, they had a picture posted of a welcome this new doctor thing. Have you ever seen that at one of your doctor's offices where it's like, we have a new person. Okay. Here's about them. Here's their bio, whatever. And I saw the name and I was like, that guy looks so familiar. Saw the face. Uh, don't really recognize the face. Maybe it's just someone with the same name, you know, cause that happens. People have the same names. Every time I go in there, which is a lot, I think I see the name and I am like, I think that I know this person. This is so weird. So I go into my fertility office last weekend and I see the doctor there. It's a, it's the guy. And he's looking at me like maybe he knows me. I'm looking at him like maybe I know him. And it was driving me crazy. So I picked up the phone and I called one of my girlfriends from high school. I'm like, hey, there's this doctor at this doctor's office that I'm going to. He looks so familiar. I cannot place him. Can you help me place him? 
happens three times because I was calling other high school <laughs> friends that I know because two of them were like, no, never heard of him. I have no. So I'm thinking I'm just nuts or this guy has a doppelganger or something like that. Finally, get one of my other friends on the phone and she's like, oh, yeah. Remember him? You dated his brother. Oh, there you go. And I was like, oh, yep. And then I got immediately embarrassed because there are three guys in my dating past. And I would say dating past, like from ninth grade on that. I was particularly mean to, at least in my head that I was, or I was just rude or, and I can remember all three crystal clearly in my head. And this doctor's brother is one of them. And I was so mean to him. Legit mean or I can't, Cause your definition of mean might be different cause you don't want to make anyone unhappy or uncomfortable in the slightest. So it might not have been really mean. It, it may have been more mean in my head. Right. That's what I'm saying. Maybe it's not as bad as you think, but it's definitely one of those. Do you have any dating regrets with someone where you're like, man, I no, wish I, I would have done that differently. Yeah. The one that I married. Oh, <laughs> okay. Not, not you, not, not, you. not you. The first marriage, the first marriage. <laughs> um, cause I still think maybe it's just a girl thing where I'm like, man, I really wish that I had like not a do over cause everything happens for a reason, but I feel badly about things the way they things ended. I broke up with him because he was too nice. See that to me, what a horrible I reason know. to break up with someone. I was that girl. It's pot. It, if you are a nice guy, you have been friend zoned in that way. And it sucks. Have you ever been dumped for being too nice? You have an edge. I don't have an edge. No, I think, um, I don't know that I've been dumped for for that reason, but I know that I've been friend zoned back in the day, high school and college a lot because I was the nice dude. Like you would listen. I'd be the the guy. And I would talk and you would, and then you kind of realize like, oh, wait. I'd be the guy who would get the phone call because her tire was low or something mm-hmm. or her oil change light was on or something like, what, can you help me with this? And then you, she would use the repaired car to go out, to drive to another dude's college to go. But him. you got friend zoned for being too nice. Uh, before anything happened. Yes. I dated this guy yeah. and then was like, you are too nice. I can't go out with you anymore. What makes it, what makes a guy that you're dating too nice? Um, I, he was just never, I think I need someone that stands up to me a little bit yeah. and isn't, I don't know if I thought he was afraid of me or everything was just nice and great all the time. It, and I, yeah. So I don't even know if I told him that. I don't really remember how it ended, but I was really embarrassed because I'm like, oh, there's the girl that dumped your brother because he was too good of a guy. Like who does that? Then I remembered. Remember I was telling you a couple of weeks ago that I went on that like we in, right after college, uh, high school, I went to Europe with a friend uh, who got a trip for high school graduation. He was on that trip. That's how I met him. I met the doctor. In Europe. He was on the whole trip. I don't, he wasn't on the whole trip, but he was on, you know, I went with my girlfriend she's like, Oh, my boyfriend's here. Her boyfriend is the doctor. Oh, got it. Well, why did they break up? I have no idea. If that was a nasty breakup, 
there might be a lot of hurt in his heart and you know, he's, he, he, the potential is that he could be messing with delicate parts. He might, I would just be. And just be careful that he doesn't yeah. want to get revenge on my uterus. Yeah. No, he, it was very sweet. I actually went in the next day for another appointment and he told his nurses that he wanted to see me. It was like, let me know when, you know, Cali yeah. Dollar gets here. And I got to see him and he's so, unsurprisingly, he's so nice. So nice. <laughs> he's super nice and obviously doing amazing work because he's a fertility doctor, but I'm still really embarrassed. You're listening to this episode on Monday the 13th, but we're recording it obviously on Sunday the 12th before the Super Bowl even happens. Two things. One, uh, in radio, I remember in radio that we would have to, on days like this, if if we had to pre-record something, which happened a lot in maybe the last five or eight years of my career, as technology got better, more and more parts of radio were pre-recorded. As you could, you did. Yeah. And, but the thing was you could never let the listeners know. Never, you could never, if, if, they I mean, need to think that you're sitting behind that microphone right this second. There were times that the entire show would be on week a week-long vacation to different parts of the world, and we were told not to post on social media because people needed to think, think that we the, were yeah. yeah. Anywho, well, and that's so that is so ridiculous now that I think about it. That's so ridiculous because. Why wouldn't you post and then promote the fact that you have recorded all new content? So, right. Hey, we're on vacation, but it doesn't affect you at all. Anyways, mm -hmm. any, any who, um, so we're recording this in advance, but depending on what time you're listening to it at this moment in time, if you're listening on Monday between nine and 10 AM, eight and 10 AM, there's a very good chance that while you're listening, Callie's eggs are being harvested. Is that what it's called? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. They're going in to get my the, eggs. The surgery, it's egg. The procedure is an egg retrieval procedure. It's an egg retrieval. They're going to go in there and they're going to suck the eggs out. Which, which is I think so is so weird. You know, is, I think it's great. But given the price of eggs these days, I think it's the economic smart decision for us. <laughs> to get eggs out of my own body. Yeah. For us to. You know, tiny scramble. Tiny little omelets. Yeah, tiny baby omelets. No omelet that's making here. That's that is really disturbing. That's yeah, that went too far. Yep. Um, how are you feeling about today? How are you feeling about the surgery? Or is it all the same to you? Because you're just like, yeah, I pick you up and. Uh, it's all the same. I I feel. Yeah, it's all the same. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I feel. Do you feel excited? To me, this feels like Christmas. Um, I don't know. I, I just, I'm too pessimistic. I think to feel, I just always brace myself for what could go wrong. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's so ridiculous and it's so exhausting. So I've realized lately in the past couple of years, more so in the past year, I think I've gotten much better at it that I can just turn off rather than worry about what could go wrong. I just process the facts as it happens. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So I just, I'm, I'm 
not excited, not sad. I it's a surgical procedure, so I hope you are well. You it's know, it's gonna be a great nap. Great nap. Um, how are you feeling? I like I said, I'm feeling like it's Christmas Day. I am so excited. Um, we're being told that so far everything looks really good. So we'll find out by the end of the day today, how many they were able to get out of there. And then we start the process to do like all this other nutty stuff. And then they put the sperm with the egg and all. Yeah. And then we go on our way. So it's still going to be weeks before we do, you know, and what do they call it? An implant, an implantation, an implantation, but I'm really, I don't know. I'm really proud. I'm really excited. I'm like, go body, go and go little tiny eggs. I'm so yeah. proud of them. It's amazing to me when I said at the beginning of the show that I'm grateful for science, everything that's happening with the exception of the actual retrieval procedure has all been chemical mm-hmm. through just manipulating the hormones and the chemicals and stuff in your body. Yeah. And that's just, that's just fascinating to me. It's unbelievable. It's fascinating to me that a woman's body does that. And it's fascinating to me that it can be manipulated in a way to, to create the best possible outcome for what we're doing. And, and the fact that however long ago, because before they'll do this on people, you have to test it. You have to get it passed. You have to do the re whatever that people researched. Yeah being able to do this and we're able to make it a success blows my mind. Yeah. Like I can't even wrap around how incredible right. it is, what they're able to do, what they're able to tell. I mean, the whole thing, I sound like such a nerd, but it, biology is so cool. Science is so cool. And doctors are amazing. It's just really think, neat that people go to school for stuff like this. I think it's, I think for me, it's, if you break a bone, it's very, oh, they, that you broke your bone. So we're either going to tape it back together and dip it in plaster, mm-hmm. you know, until it, until it heals, or we're going to cut you open and put screws in it yeah. and hold it back together. It's very mechanical. Yes. There's no, the, the whole chemical part of it is, is I think what blows my mind, the manipulation of the human body. It's fascinating, but I guess in the basic, basic level, it's no different than taking an aspirin. Like how does aspirin need know where to go? Right. Cause of the research that they did behind it and they, yeah, mind blown. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. What did one little boat say to the other little boat right before Valentine's Day? Are you interested in a little romance? Getting treatment for whatever is bugging you about your skin is convenient and simple. You can do it from the comfort of your own home with Apostrophe. They are an online platform that's going to connect you with an expert dermatology team to get you customized treatment for your unique skin. 
Whether you're dealing with breakouts or acne or signs of aging or acne scarring, whatever it is, Apostrophe's mission is going to empower you and make you feel confident and comfortable in the skin you're in. How does it work? You go online and answer some questions about your current health and skin condition. You also upload a few photographs and an expert board certified dermatologist is going to review that and create your initial customized treatment plan. And if you need prescription treatments for what they are talking about, then they will take care of that as well. We have a special deal for Upside listeners. Get your first visit for only $5 at apostrophe.com slash upside when you use our code UPSIDE. It's a savings of 15 bucks. This code is only available to Upside listeners. To get started, go to apostrophe.com slash upside and click get started and then use our code UPSIDE to sign up. You'll get your first visit for only 5 bucks. Thank you, Apostrophe, for sponsoring today's episode. Years ago, I learned about Thrive Cosmetics from one of my girlfriends, and it is an absolutely incredible company. And her passion for it made me passionate about it, and I've been using their products ever since. One of my favorite products is their Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. Now, years ago, I used to have lash extensions. I became allergic to them, so... I tried the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara and it mimics the look of my lash extensions. I love it. It has more than 25,000 five-star reviews and it uses a proprietary tubing formula, which means that it wraps around each lash as you apply it to lengthen and define your lashes from root to tip. And I love a tube mascara. It has nourishing ingredients that support longer, stronger, and healthier looking lashes over time and It's easy to remove. It slides right off with warm water and a washcloth. Thrive Cosmetics has certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free beauty products made with clean, skin-loving ingredients. There are no parabens, sulfates, or phthalates, all without compromising performance. Also, cause is in the name for a reason. As part of their mission, every product that we purchase goes to support organizations that helps communities thrive, such as those battling domestic abuse, homelessness, cancer, and more. You've got to try Thrive Cosmetics to see for yourself. Right now, you can get an exclusive 15% off your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com com slash upside. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash upside for 15% off your first order. We appreciate our upside partners and we appreciate you for supporting them. For more information on any advertiser on the upside, visit Callieandjeff.com. We got to make Valentine's for Ellie's class uh, over the weekend. Jeff made cookies. I went to Target. I got the little, what are they called? The cellophane? Is it cellophane bags? Yeah, just a little plastic gift bag. Yeah, I get the little gift bags. I got little stamps, little bubbles. This is the first time that we've been able to do this. And it's so cute. Like there are few things in the world as cute as tiny human Valentines. <laughs> We're not doing the the box of Valentines that she's going to pass out or whatever. Because I don't know that they've they organized anything like that, but we thought it would just be neat to give every class member and teacher a little gift, a little gift. I did read something that I thought was really cool on Instagram the other day. And it was saying that some people who have had, you know, this is our first time. So we're all jazzed about it. We're making the cookies, prepping the dough, doing all this stuff. If I'm being completely honest, I feel a little nervous about the cookies going out, going out into the world. I mean, two year olds, 
They're going to come. No, I, I don't care about the two year olds. It's their parents. Yeah. Be like, who you is know? this guy? No. Like Making my what kid if, horrible cookies. Yeah. What if the cookies aren't great? They're great. They're okay. good enough for, for toddlers. And I don't want good enough for toddlers. I'm not worried about the toddlers. I'm worried about the parents. Mm, well, we'll see. I did read something that I thought was really cool that said, you know, as you, if you're a parent that does these things over and over and over and you're like, okay, Valentine's day, it's another thing I have to get together. It's another thing I have to remember. The mind flip for you is that are not going to be this little forever. Someday they will be our age and they will not be needing these little Valentines for school. So someday, to someday soak in the moment. Gonna, someday they're going to be 14 and they're not going to want us involved. I know. At our like, age, it's going to be, it's going to be a dozen years from now. Yeah. So I'll be baking cookies for her class. This is how people start baking stuff for their neighbors. Cause their kids yeah, don't, don't like anymore. them anymore. They're like, these are, I don't want your cookies. This is so dumb. I'm not taking these to school. Dad, Give it to your teacher. No. Stop. I'm in ninth grade. I'm a freshman in high school. So Jeff's just going to make up for the whole neighborhood. Everybody's going to get Valentine's in our neighborhood when Ellie ditches Jeff. Here are your three random things for today. I am so fascinated by the first one. Uh, the, the Super Bowl, um, because of when we're recording this, we don't know who has won. But if Philadelphia wins, that city has a history of going nuts when they win championships. So it is a thing. And maybe this happens in other cities. I, and I just have been oblivious to it. But apparently they grease up public polls. Yes. Did you know that? Yes, I did. Because of college football. I heard it during um, like the last SEC championship. So they'll use hydraulic fluid or even Crisco to grease up the light poles and stuff. So fans can't climb up and then end up, you know, usually most of them, every one of them is giddy. Most of them are probably drunk and then they fall off and they hurt themselves. Uh, but yeah, so that's the thing. I didn't know that. That's your first random thing. You're oh, and, and there's a company, the whole reason this came up is because as a publicity stunt, uh, some company is sending a lubricant to the city, like drums of lubricant, but they've mixed the lubricant with cheese whiz because that's the big, the Philadelphia cheesesteak mm. proper topping. Mm -hmm. Your second random thing is with a Super Bowl, think about how much food is at the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. What do you do with the food that they don't use? Okay. What do you do with that? Well, there is an organization called the Food Recovery Network, and what they're estimating is that they're going to be 140,000 pounds of food generated by the game. And these people in the food recovery network have two hours because of FDA regulations to get any unused food out of there and into a refrigerated truck so they can give it to people in need. So it's two hours and they're on the clock. And I thought that was fascinating one that they're doing something with it, but two that it's, you know, so they 140,000 pounds of food. So they put it on the refrigerator truck and then distribute it to, Homeless shelters and mm -hmm. aid centers and stuff, stuff like that. Yeah. So, and awesome. in a genius move, they hired uh, college students to do it because yeah. who's going to do it faster and how, you know what I mean? It's like getting the college guys to move you in, you know, Yeah. like grab a couple student athletes, get it done into it. Um, and your third random thing is if you are a person who doesn't eat meat, 
You'll be excited to know that Chick-fil-A is now testing its first plant-based sandwich. Yeah, this is disgusting. It's a breaded cauliflower sandwich. They're testing it if... uh, if, if you listen to the upside in Denver, Colorado, Charleston, South Carolina, or Greensboro, North Carolina, uh, they're testing it starting today in those markets. Uh, the Chick-fil-A culinary team spent four years developing the sandwich. They tried mushrooms. They tried chickpeas. They tried other chopped vegetables, but they kept coming back to cauliflower. It will be marinated, breaded, pressure cooked, and then served on a bun with pickle slices. Isn't it? Isn't cauliflower one of those foods like Brussels sprouts where it stinks when you cook it? So are we all going to be walking into Chick-fil-A and it's going to smell like It depends. I, I know some people, I know people who have those cauliflower pizza crusts. Yeah. And I've been around them when they've baked them and they don't smell. Oh, okay. So maybe it's the way it's prepared. Yeah. I don't know. Not a big cauliflower aficionado. Those are your three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. At some point this week, I have to go to see our friend who fixes our car. What's his name? Ray. I got to go talk to Ray and I'm not looking forward to it. And I still think you should go. Why so I think, should I go? So I think he likes you more than me. But I don't think that's true. Last summer, the air conditioner on my car just died. And it was a very expensive repair. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And it, we've had a couple over the past two or three weeks, we've had a couple unusually warm days. And on those warm days, I've turned my air conditioner on and it hasn't worked in in the car and I heard the same noise that I heard last time which which leads me to believe that it wasn't repaired properly or they repaired the wrong thing or maybe there's a problem that they missed and I don't want to wait until it's consistently hot out I want to be able to go in now because that at that point then we're going to be close to a year after it happened now we're just a few months, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I have to go in and I just have to, and it's, I have to go in and say, hey, I don't think you did a great job on this because it's still busted. Yeah, but the guy's so nice. But he's so nice, but also I I have no basis. I have no, I'm not, I don't know enough about cars to be able to tell him what I think is, has been done wrong. Yeah. That all makes sense. Yeah. So it's just going to be, I'm. Just, it's just uncomfortable. Callie Jeff, it is Steve from Apopka. On Friday's show, you were talking about Kentucky Fried Chicken, an underrated fast food chain, in my opinion. But did you know that KFC is getting rid of their wings as well as their popcorn chicken and Nashville hot sauce? But a bit of good news is they are bringing back the KFC wraps. Now, here's a little known fact. At one time, KFC's Twitter account followed five women and six men. That's it. These 11 people were six guys named Herb. In the five Spice Girls, 11 herbs and spices. Keep up the good work. Bye. I had to stop Yeller talking about the breastfeeding her husband thing. I was one of those women that was stuck for nine hours trying to get home during Snowmageddon. And I had a three-month-old child and didn't pump before I left because I was trying to get out and didn't think I would be stuck in the car that long. And it's painful. But yes. You can use your hands 
like a cow, just but it is very painful when it's been a long time. So that is not my cup of tea, but I'm trying not to judge. Love the show. Bye. Hi, guys. I'm listening to you all talk about thinking that you had COVID. Um, about a year ago, I was sick for about three weeks with a cough that wouldn't go away, and I was 100% miserable. And I tested at the doctor's office. I tested at one of the CVS stops. I tested at home. N- nothing came up positive. The next month, my husband got COVID. I had hardly any symptoms, but I showed positive for COVID then. And so I was wondering if I had had it before, but it wasn't strong enough when I tested. But then the antigen test showed that I was positive. So that's really a thing. As well, my husband had phantom phantom smelling where he would smell uh, like cigarette smoke when nobody around us anywhere within 100 miles of us was smoking. And it was extremely frustrating. And another friend of ours had the same thing after COVID. So it wasn't even a super sense of smell. It was these phantom smells that didn't even exist. So COVID jacks you up in all sorts of weird ways. Have a great day. Oh, my goodness, Kelly. I loved Mall Madness. My dad actually loved playing that game with us, too. Um, Attention shoppers. Meet all shoppers at the bank. And then it would be like, there's a sale at the kitchen store and it was kitchen store but it sounded like kitchen store and clearance at the men's shop loved that game so much i also really like dream phone where um you'd have to figure out what guy liked you and it would give you clues like he's not wearing a hat it was just it was so fun love those games